Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful, magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. So this week we are taking, we're taking inspiration from our previous uh, episode, Inspiration, um, and we want to talk about creative blocks. So, yeah, discussing what happens when there is no inspiration, when inspiration goes away. It's very sad, isn't it, really, Carla? It just immediately makes me think of, there's, um, there's an Eeyore quote, um, oh. and he says, the problem is, is that there is no problem. Yeah, it just always makes me giggle. Uh, but yes, so when when there is a problem and there is no no inspiration, no oomph, no ideas, no nothing, mm. what do you do? What do you do? Um, I mean, for for I can I I, I think can always... I think I was going to say, can we can we kick off with your long block? Yes, let's story? talk about personal. Because I think this is really interesting. Definitely. Like personal experiences, I think are really good, mm-hmm. and um and I love this story because I love how it ends because this. <laughs> you're writing now yes, just a exactly. spoiler there but yeah, yeah you yeah. know this you know sarah's writing now if you're listening exactly, so, it's all good. Yes. But yeah, so tell us about that and let's see where we go from there so um I, I feel like i've probably actually already talked about this in previous episodes but i was always a writer as as a as a young person as a teenager i wrote all the time stories poetry everything um and as i moved into adult life still writing and I reached a point when I joined the ambulance service and the writing dried up um it was something I I I actively noticed at the time that I just didn't have I didn't have the inspiration there was there was nothing when I would go to write nothing would happen and I would get very frustrated with myself and um walk away and then the term writer's block became a thing that I that I discovered and I thought well that's it that's that's what I'm going through um and for the longest time I didn't write it 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 disappeared what I did do instead was replace it with photography um a few you know a little bit later on and then the writing eventually came back because of the photography ironically uh so yes but I I I, I laugh and joke and I say I basically had writer's block for like 20 years um (laughs) Do you know? I love. I think this is why I love this story because I love that. Like, it's this flippant. Oh, I had writers. You know that time when I had writer's block for twenty years. Yeah, yeah. And obviously now you don't, and it's great. Um, But I feel like in the moment, in those twenty years, was it painful? Was it something that you shoved to one side? Was it uh, like stressful, or was it something that you just, after the initial, like after discovering kind of the turn? Because I often find having the language for something helps to deal with Mm. the thing that you're experiencing. It's not just random. Did you just accept it and kind of push it to one side until it came back, or did you actively try to like break the block down, or what? What was the? I wouldn't say of... there was acceptance. There was never acceptance for it. I was frustrated, angry, annoyed at myself. All all aimed at myself, um, mm. because I kept trying to write and it just wouldn't happen. And I eventually got to the point of giving up on writing because I just thought, well, that's it. Obviously, for me, it's never going to happen again. And it was. I was resigned, I think, to That's uh, really sad. to it. It was sad, yeah, and I it's all of, it was all the negative feelings. Was not happy about it at all. Um, obviously, I was able to replace it with another creative pursuit, which helped definitely helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think 
That is productive uh, procrastination if ever I heard about uh, it. Well, yeah. I can't years. do this uh, this one thing, so I'm going to do this other thing really well <laughs> so that I don't have to think about the well, thing. Well, this that is I've it, got. exactly. You know, went on to Excellent, become a wedding yeah. photographer, so I obviously wasn't too bad at it. But um, yeah, it's. I feel like uh, I was going to say something there and it's just Sorry. It's whipped out my head. I think it's a, along the lines of, oh, that was it. As, as I got sort of further and further into it and actually. Um, started finding I was having to write blog posts and stuff for for the photography side of my business and mm. so I was then I was doing that because I, I knew I had to do that but when I was still then trying to go back to writing it still wasn't happening and I started to read up about writer's block by then you know the internet was much more uh, available there I was think. much more information <laughs> you know you could go off and dig it into existed. articles yeah, yeah exactly yeah, 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 definitely. I mean it existed back way back then but just not as certainly not as much you know in, in the in the same way that we see it now so um, I started to explore this idea of writer's block and I kept coming across articles that said there is no such thing as writer's block um, oh see so you put this in the notes and I'm, I'm curious about this because I <sighs> I won't spoiler, but no. I, I want to know why people think there's no such thing because yeah, so there is. Well, the, the 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 thing that I kept reading was was that um, writer's block is it's a it's a it's a self manifesting thing. Oh, like a self fulfilling prophecy thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't write, so you can't write. But it's the the oh, all okay. of the advice that said about getting over writer's block was just to go and write, and. But isn't it that you just like you found that you couldn't write because you tried to write and it didn't work? Therefore, yeah. But I feel like uh, it's a bit of a circular weird. A bit thing. of a circular weird thing. But as I go back on it, I think what I lacked was not so much that I couldn't write. I think it was that I wasn't inspired to write. I didn't okay. have didn't have the ideas. You know, I talked about in our previous episode. Were I talked you about doing ideas. things in that time to find or bring or spark ideas, or was it a case of you couldn't write, therefore you just didn't. As I, I, say, I know you say without acceptance, but you just focused on on something else and like, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm understanding your question. Um, like, what I want to say is, did you feed the block? Ah, that's not, okay. Like, no, no, that makes that, sense. It's a bit of a blunt way of saying it, but that's that's what I'm trying. I'm just I was trying to say it in a less. Do you like, know, I don't I don't mean an accusatory way, but no, no, I, no, no. Did you, Probably yes, actually, because. Uh, I think at that point I was very entrenched in my work in the ambulance service which mentally took a lot out of me took a lot yeah hell of a lot out of me and I knew I couldn't write about that either because of the whole you know confidentiality and you don't want to be giving away I also wonder if actually maybe a bit like a like a sponge that like you were wrung out there wasn't much that's Mm. it's such an intensive job that it well, it isn't a job, is it? It's a fucking vocation. Whether or not you chose the vocation, I did not vocate to it, but yes, yeah. <laughs> but there's not a lot left over for anything, so uh, maybe it's not at all surprising that you couldn't write and you couldn't get over the writer's block very easily while you were working yeah. as a paramedic. Because I mean, ironically, actually, I do all of write you was used up something else. Yeah, I sure, mean, but that's different for me. Again, that's with a bit of perspective, isn't it? Yes, because I remember true. you saying, yeah. and I know, I know this is not strictly the same but i remember you saying you wouldn't wear the green that was in the uniform for a really long time mm. yes but now you will well i like green I but do not that shade of yes not that shade of green but like <laughs> if 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 if, re- if reading if writing is similar mm. the block lasted until you had time and mental space to get to be yourself i don't know yeah, I'm not entirely to... sure what I'm saying, but I do think there's something there about like it just takes so much of you. Mm. Um, I've got a couple of friends at the moment who teach and who are looking at um, 
getting out of teaching and they've sort of said the same like I want to start like I started my side hustle they said Carla I'd love to but I can't unless I go part-time because this job is it takes everything so demanding isn't it so I can't do Mm. anything else on the side and I would imagine if they were wanting to write or to paint or to do and they just is not (laughs) there's nothing there's like nothing left to yeah it. so I, I do wonder if that contributed to it as well i think that probably had a, a huge a contribution yeah. to it I, the other thing as well actually just to go back a little bit is the in my own head i only ever really wrote when i was down depressed um my writing is very Ooh, dark for that, for that reason yeah cathartic yeah. it was very cathartic writing actually the first story of yours i re- your, i read really shocked me because i think oh, yes. i was expecting because <laughs> i generally read fluff i was semi-expecting fluff i should pre-warn it was not people. fucking fluff it well it was sort of fluff it was romantic really. and funny and then there was this like insane twist in the tale and i was like oh i was not expecting that so yes <laughs> that's interesting so yeah so um, but you uh, think is you would you say that your writing was that's what I think I wanted to ask. Did did you write? So you say you wrote when you were down. Did you write in that in that twenty years writer block period? Mm. Did you write diaries and journals and or did you literally just not really write at all? Like were you writing in your dark periods for yourself, even if you weren't writing to create? Not really. I mean, like documenting rather than telling. Yeah, no, maybe intermittently, but it certainly wasn't anything. There was it like it was very mm. sporadic. I, I I mean I laugh and joke and say there was a there was a period of time maybe for like three or four years in there where I wrote nothing more than a shopping list or an email um which I which seems is insane that was obviously before before I knew you but it seems insane to me because writing kind of oozes out of you and yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. to find a better way of saying creativity no, no, and writing oozes, oozes. it's it not oozing oozes. but it's kind of oozing it like dribbles <laughs> no better, that's worse <laughs> definitely not dribbles but what I was going to say there about the, about the writing when I was down I, I distinctly remember a lot of uh, it really dropped off after I um, ended up in a very long-term relationship with my now husband. Um, okay. And I I put that down to, I was too happy to write. Which is oh, kind of weird. Really. Yeah, that, that, I, yeah. For, I, I, I tied did, it very much into emotions yeah, for a long time. Yeah, I, do, I did tie it into emotions for a very long so time. So is this a case of you thought that you could... Wait. That you thought that you could only write when... You when I was unhappy, down, yeah. Or is it because you'd only ever written when you were unhappy, or is it that you'd been I think... different levels of of down, and that was just when writing had happened? So actually, there was no causal link, but your brain. I think made I made myself believe I had to be unhappy to write. Yeah, I think that's what that's I really came to believe. But obviously, I've, I've come through a long way since then, and I've learned. You know, I can be happy and write. It's it's not that is not a thing at all. You know, when you, I think it, it I, I don't know whether it's this this whole it's because it's this whole um, uh, this whole myth that art. You know, the about the about the, the starving or the the troubled artist. You know, they've got to be. Uh, you just literally uh, rolled your eyes when you heard. That. <laughs> <laughs> when you heard that phrase, you know that it's got because of stories of people like I don't know, well, like Vincent Van Gogh chopping his ear off. It was him, but also it? because and... because um, you know I had made noises in the past about wanting to be a writer and wanting to be creative, and 
at school it was very much well, you can't make a living out of that mm-hmm. so you, you're not creative you're academic you have to make a living out of being academic but even if you were creative you couldn't make a living out of being creative it was it was just squashed flat not by my family yeah. my family were amazing but my family did not teach me like they weren't at school with me they weren't and there was this definite and i know i mean a couple of people actually who ended up in completely different you know scientific careers and like research careers research i feel like is kind of because you do get to write stuff it's just not necessarily your own stuff it's yeah. like but it's not what they necessarily would have chosen. It's really weird. Really weird. Mm. Um, and that's why I rub my eyes, because actually the starving artist needs to fuck the fuck off. It really does, yes, yeah. It's not a, a thing. I think yeah. I think we're clarifying um, now that it is definitely not a thing, isn't it? So these days especially. So, which... okay, so just to kind of, in my brain, finish that story. Because mm. I know, obviously I know you now, and we, well, your listeners now know you, know you now, but... What are your thoughts now on writer's block? Do you, writer's block specifically, do you think it's a thing? Obviously, it's a thing you experienced, but like in terms of those articles and, and other opinions, do you have strong thoughts on it? Or I do believe there is a thing such as a block. Yes. I mean, because obviously that's, we're saying writer's block there, but it, I think... It could a, be any creative block. A block, block that encompasses, encompasses any kind of creative pursuit. Yeah, I do believe there is such a thing as a block. I, I feel, for me, it's usually it feels like it's very sort of experience led very uh, you know what's going on in your world at the time led um it can be down to stress and pressure and i mean i i want to sort of i wanted to touch on a, the uh, i always come back to elizabeth gilbert when we were talking about creativity but she um the the story of how she came to write the signature of all things was mm-hmm. you know she didn't she she knew she had to write a book because of contracts and all the rest of it but she didn't know what to write about and so went off and spent however long it was in her garden growing things before eventually this idea came and and she was able to write that book um so is that a kind of block would i don't know if she described that as a block maybe but probably actually she probably you see this is uh, the reason i ask is because i'm fascinated probably more fascinated than i should be Partly because I can't imagine you not writing, mm. even though actually when we met you weren't writing, were you really? You were, no, you were I wasn't about, really. But you actually. weren't really yeah. writing. Mm. Um, but now I find it really hard. But then in the same way, I think you know, lots of people can't imagine me not being creative and having colourful hair and saying fuck a lot, and that obviously wasn't the case all of the time. Yeah. But I don't ever experience creative block in that way, in the sense that I. So I think I tried to explain it to you earlier because I've not, we pick just for, for anyone listening, wondering why I'm, we're sometimes a bit, not incoherent, but we, we have topics that we, but we, we often don't discuss the topics in full until we get onto the episode. Because exactly. Because then it makes for a better, you know, more, more. We don't want to repeat so. ourselves and forget And we don't want to repeat and, ourselves. Yeah. Also, we don't want to then miss something because we, we thought we'd said it and then found we didn't exactly. say it while we were recording. Yep. So, <laughs> um, so some of these thoughts, but I did say briefly to Sarah earlier and I think this is something that I don't know if I... I have appreciated and I have talked about, but I don't know if I've really fully appreciated the significance of it. I never don't have ideas, if you'll excuse the shocking grammar and syntax of that. So there are some times when I absolutely... I don't produce, I don't create, I don't output, and I can't... Do, but it's not because I don't have the ideas. It's mm-hmm. always because I am lacking the energy or I am lacking the um oomph or i have i mean for me um bereavement was a massive thing where like there was loads of stuff i wanted to do and i just couldn't do it my body and my brain were just not cooperate there was a bit of my brain that was like oh you could do this and you could do this and you could do this the bit of my brain that made me do things 
not happening not not having it at all um same when i get burnout so for me um i know for lots of people when we in fact we talked about burnout and i think certainly when we've had wider conversations about burnout and um, which i've done a lot this year because i've done it lots this year and people say oh it's just when i can't in fact i think you said oh it's when i can't i can't do anything and i'm just not thinking of anything i am still even in my my big burnout phases i am writing journals i am sticking shit in notebooks i am put i just can't get it out so for mm. me my block is that i can't get it out into the world okay um rather than that i'm not doing and i'm not thinking and i'm not and even if i'm not writing stuff down i or or, or, or taking pictures of stuff on my own it's still happening in my head and so i find this idea of having total block a bit insane i feel like because i can't even imagine how it would feel like it would be so stressful I, I it do, is very it's stressful. like stressing me thinking about it <laughs> um, and i i know i shouldn't i probably sound really smug i'm not it's it, it like don't get me wrong it holds its own stresses because sometimes mm. in those periods particularly for me as i say burnout is one thing bereavement was another entirely and actually when i've had really periods of really high day job stress where i've, I've needed to be able to focus on the day job and my brain's just like blah blah, blah. and she's like no fuck off with the ideas i need to you know wipe yeah. it for a bit so that it does come with a different set of stresses but for me, creative block is not what you've described as just no ideas, not being able to do the thing. For me, it's often that I think it comes from a sense of overwhelm. So I will often find myself, I'll be like, right, I'm going to write a blog post or I'm going to, I don't know, do some art. I'm going to fill my sketchbook up. I'm going to, you know, and I turn the page. It's that classic blank page syndrome. Mm -hmm. I look at the blank page and I'm just like, I don't know what to write. I yeah. don't know what to do. I all of my ideas I have loads of bloody ideas and they've all just fucking escaped they're all just I know they're there but I can't I can't get them I can't pull them in um and yeah I don't know I'm just really fascinated by the difference that's all um, I feel like I think when you said to the, when you told the story before I had but because we're talking about it now I've thought about it a bit more and I, I think this is yeah. really interesting I feel like as I'm listening um, to you first of all there seems to be a real physical element I think for you definitely so that obviously burnout is it's it's mental it's but it's, it's physical my, yeah, as well it's my body. It's, yeah. yeah it's my body your body no. is just mm. shutting down and going no more i don't want to be doing this and and that feels like that might be a really big um influence on yeah like like you say being blocked not being able to not necessarily not having the ideas but just being able to get them out of of, of mm. you being able to do them so it's not so yes. much yeah for me it's not so much the ideas it's being able to physically get to them out yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so that's re that's a really um, interesting thing then and then just you just saying you said literally just said something oh my god what's going on with my brain um <laughs> oh god i'm having a block obviously oh obviously um, what the, the thing then that was sort of then coming to me was i feel like it's maybe it's the word block in itself when you listen to the word block it feels very final doesn't it and like there is nothing beyond it it feels i and oh that was it you was talking about the um uh, like the blank screen or the blank page and mm. and, and that mm -hmm. moment of overwhelm of not knowing what to put on there and actually I feel like what has helped me come back from the other side of a block is not starting with a blank page um, I make mm. a, I make a distinct habit not to start with a blank page these days uh, which I find really helps that and the uh, I read a fantastic book called where is it it's on my shelf i've got to remember what it's called holy shit i can't find it now god damn oh it's called um it's called bird by bird oh that's an amazing animal amazing, that's an amazing book, book. Yes. yeah and in there um, hang on oh god i know Sorry. I have a question in a sec but i've written it down so it's fine keep going yeah, yeah in there she talks about how um you 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 literally cannot edit a blank page you cannot 
produce good work until you've written or put something down on a page and and that and then you go to edit and then you go to edit that's where all the beauty Mm. happens yeah that's when all the good stuff happens so knowing a not to start with a blank page so um i'm very much a i this is why i've started to become more of a a, uh i don't want to say a planner because i'm i don't think i'll ever be a proper planner but I, I like to write bullet points down. This is my thing now. If, ideas, thoughts, dun, 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 get them on the page. And then from there, that inspired. So th- I don't get that an immediate feeling of overwhelm because, well, oh, yes, I've got this idea I want to talk about. Okay. So this works for writing, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And I, what I'd written down was, how do you not start with a blank page? And actually, weirdly, so... Can I just... I've done hang on. I've got two things. Finish. Keep yeah. Talking. Yeah, keep talking. Sorry. Uh, but just if you're talking specifically about things like how do you not start with a blank page, uh, can we just go back to the, the sketchbook conversation we had in our last episode? True. That is where I would start from, is, is from the okay. sketchbook. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it does. You're going does. back and you're digging through all um, the wonderful things that you've, you've, you've been doing that inspire you. And... Yeah. And yeah. Got, and so okay. So actually, that yeah. Okay. That that answers all my questions. And Excellent. Like brings everything back together <laughs> good. In my head, which is good. Podcast over. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> da da. We fixed. We fixed creativity. We've done. Well done. High five. Um, yeah. No. I'm, I. I say. I'm just. I'm. I'm fast. And I, it's really interesting because I. And I'd love. I would really genuinely love to know. Um, from you guys listening because I. I know. I know some of you. Some of you have told me that you listen, which is cool. Uh, some of you obviously we don't know yet. Uh, I don't think I'd ever. Until these two episodes today, I don't think I've ever articulated that, like, I know my brain is running all the bloody time. And Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, I'm very grateful for that. I don't know what I will do if it ever switches off. Um, But I... Well, I will come back and listen to this episode and find yes. out how to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I will do. And also, no, you know, but, feel free I, to message me and cry about it because it is horrible. So, And I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to... Um, in any way be you know smug because it is but but i will say like what i say when i when i do experience creative block or my version of creative block um it is i i think the things the things i'd scribble down about it and i'd love to know if you feel like this as well at any point sarah if this is is kind of resonating for you or if it's like what the hell are you talking about for me the block comes from and again i think this is true even when i don't start with a blank page so even when i am sometimes when i'm in the middle of something i will suddenly get it's overwhelm and it's weight of expectations and yes, those expectations are usually mine. They're not usually anybody else's. I know, they are but usually mine. You externalize just to them and clarify you, you there, but you externalize them, people. and it's like yeah. Mm. And and then I've also put product of your experience, which is just linked to something you've said. I've just scribbled it out the side of my piece of paper when you said something earlier about being. Um, I don't. I don't think this is like. How do I explain it? So I went through a stage in my teens where I also only only wrote in my diary when I was really, really angry uh-huh. or sad. And then I read back my diary and I was like, this is not the um this this is not what I want to leave of me behind. If somebody uh-huh. reads my diaries, I think I might have been going through an Anne Frank's diary, like a diary phase, like a <laughs> reading other people's diaries phase at the time as well possibly we were doing something lit i can't remember but there was there was a reason i was having a thought about well if i'm dead and somebody publishes my diary, i don't know why anyone would publish my diaries but i was like this was not me this is me on a bad day mm. and that was part of when i started to then actively journal more um all the time just to kind yeah. of get my money i mean people are still not going to publish my bloody diaries because they are boring some days they are so boring some days and i took um uh julia what is her name um the artist way lady 
Oh, Cameron. Cameron. Julia yep. Cameron's words to heart. She said, if you don't know what to write, just write. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write until something else comes out of your pen. I do that sometimes. That is not going to make for good reading. That is a waste <laughs> of rainforests if you publish that on paper. However, Maybe just do it on a Kindle edition or something. Yeah. However, I think that sometimes your own, our own experience, and my, my experience, sometimes when I'm struggling to output, and for me, I think that that's why I would, for me, I would define creative block as not being able to output rather mm. than not having the ideas, which I think is really interesting because I don't think that's then how everyone experiences it. Mm. Um, when I am struggling to output, it is often because there is a little gremlin going, but you're not creative. You can't mm-hmm. make it, You can't do that. You're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. It's really interesting. It's not quite imposter syndrome and it's not quite fear, but it's like there's something there that, and often the way that I fix that we can talk about how to fix creative block, right? In this episode. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I've already mentioned a couple of things. So yeah, often the way that I fix that is, um, so I have, <laughs> I have a thing in the front of my file of facts. I think they call it a dashboard. If you're like a cool planner person, I'm not a cool planner person. I'm very old school, uh, but it's a little laminated sheet that I've put together and it's got pretty pictures on it and it's called spells for feeling well. Um, and it kind of does what it says on the tin in that it's not actually spells. It's reminders, visual reminders for me of things that make me feel better. Ah. Um, it's also got a note on the back um, which says these are things you need to do when your brain is not working. And what I think I mean by that in the context of this is um, if you are staring at a blank page and it's not happening, if your brain is just stubbornly empty and it's scaring you a bit, go and do one of these things. And they are things like reading a really good book, cuddling my cats, having a conversation with my friends, going for a walk, looking for um, shells or pebbles or, you know, something collecty, uh, scribbling in my sketchbook if I feel like it, playing with my stickers, um, painting something. Um, by painting something, I don't mean a picture. I mean, like, painting a piece of furniture or, like... Stuff that brings you joy. Yeah. Stuff that brings you joy. Um, getting in water. Water is... The, the first three are all water-based activities. Um, and I'm currently looking at having a deeper bath put in because I do think that would fix quite a lot of my issues if I could just go and get in deep water in my house. Uh, don't have the money for it at the moment, but that's the thing. And I just, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a really weird, really weird concept that some sometimes I literally can't do it, and then I go and do one of these things, and I come back, and I'm like, ta-da! Uh-huh. And sometimes I still can't. I mean, for example, I think blogging is a really good experience. So for a really good example, for the best part of. 16 years i blogged anywhere from daily to weekly um i won't say religiously because i'm not religious but i did it. it it happened it came out it was great and then we had a pandemic and i have not published a blog post since probably mid 2020 mm-hmm. on that blog um and it's not because i don't have the experiences it's because every time i open it and i look at that blank page i'm like oh fuck <laughs> I have stuff I want to put out there, but it's just not coming out. So then I go... And don't you find as well, the longer you haven't done it for, the easier it becomes not to do it as well. And that's where the weight of expectations as well, because the longer you haven't done it, the more I think, oh, well, I need to update. And no no one even reads that blog. At one point, it had a really good following, and I changed the name, the URL and stuff. And I don't think anyone even reads it anymore. It doesn't have huge... But it's for me. But even when it's for me, I'm struggling to output. And I, I don't know. It's a really weird one. But I do find if I can make myself, which is why I've got this printed. That's where I was coming to. Why I have got this printed list. So a couple of people have seen this when I've been at, you know, meetings or whatever. And I'm flicking through my file of facts. And they're like, do you, do you need do you need that? And I'm like, yes. Because when I'm feeling fine, those things seem logical. When I am in a bit of a hole because I want to do a thing and my brain won't do the thing. Or I'm feeling really sad. Or I haven't had enough sleep for six weeks on the trot. Or I am in the throes of burnout. I don't necessarily have the mental energy to think about what might make me feel better. I literally Mm. need like a smorgasbord where I can almost shut my eyes, put my finger on the page and then see what it comes out at and do that thing. Like I need a, it's an easy thing. Um, 
And yeah, I guess what I was going to say is, is that, that sometimes you need to do something else in order to come back to it. Um, do you have any fail safe stuff? If you if you experience, do you experience blocks now? And, and what do you do? You have any fail safe? Because for me, that is my fail safe. But that's not a quick fix. That is years of understanding how I work and what I need and essentially self-parenting like the things that my parents would make me do like have a good dinner and go to bed early (laughs) is sometimes what I need to fix my creative block I am not so good at making myself do that and I live on my own so this Mm. is why I have have to have this reminder so I'm really curious if you have similar similar things or something completely different no no it's very similar actually I think for, for me there are two reasons now that I am blocked um usually is some sort of external stress um going on or i haven't got enough information on the page is usually the other thing for me so it, it comes down to either having okay. um you know making sure i'm doing my research properly and actually having something on the page before i start that is so i'm not starting with that blank page always um, yeah. e- even to the point like talking about it from writing from my client's point of view even if it's just having a template of what you know what i need to to be writing for like them. sections roughly yeah yeah, yeah sections yeah, that, that kind of sense, that yeah, always, like structure usually if i break Ooh, it down structure. into structure if Ooh. i break it down into sections and then i'm like yeah. oh well i only need to write one paragraph here that's that's only about 200 words i can do that 200 words isn't difficult and it's it is it's reducing that overwhelm or the other reason going back to like the stress factor is that i need to fill my well i need to go back and and i need to stop what i'm doing take a step back and go off and do something completely different like read a book mm. watch tv go for a walk you know listen to some and music. are you good at doing that like, are you good at reminding yourself to do because that's that's so sometimes and one of the reasons at the moment i'm having um this massive clear out of my house and i've got a skip and i'm just merrily chucking shit in the skip every day is because i have been in a bit of a stagnant i haven't been outputting i've been outputting but not some of the stuff i really want to output like the real kind of soul work stuff i'm not outputting and some of that for me, I think, is because I am um, blocked by mm-hmm. just too much. There's just too much else that my brain needs to do. I think so. Is that overwhelm? It comes, yeah. comes back again for me for overwhelm. Um, but I am spectacularly bad at. I know. I know what I need to do, but I'm spectacularly bad at actually re- remembering to do that in the moment. Are you mm-hmm. any better at remembering when you're when you're, or do you just sit and? Because I tend to, if I'm if I'm if I'm struggling. I tend to just sit and struggle. Then I have a spiral to somebody, depending on the time of day. It's either you or Lou, usually. Um, and I have a bit of a spiral. And then one of you will say, have you taken your vitamin D today? Have you had any fresh air today? Have you actually eaten breakfast? And I'll be like, oh, balls, no, none of the above. And then and then I will often then open my file of facts and be like, right, I'm going to go and do you. I'm going to go and get in the bath or I'm going to... Are you Are you better than me at doing that for yourself? Or is that something that I am just spectacularly shit I would shit really at? love to say yes, but that wouldn't be the truth. So, no. Excellent, no, that's no good. Because I, I was going to be like, yeah, no, when I do this, and I remind myself, I was like, no, no, we promised honesty. honesty you can have the honesty absolutely. that I'm shit at this. I, so that's good. I mean, I probably am not quite as bad as you. I usually reach, I get to just about to spiral stage, and then I'm like, whoa, hold on, Sarah. We, yeah, let, we do, you cannot keep going on like this. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate as well in that I do live with someone, so I do have someone external to me in within the close vicinity who can turn around and go to me and say hey put things down he doesn't even say have you done have you done this have you done that he just says put everything down and come so, away from the yeah. computer he forces or, me away from for the, somebody the to notice you're right because when i lived with um my parents but also when i lived with jules 
and to a lesser extent when I lived with my uni girls, although we've all li- we all had weird times, <laughs> we all did weird, stu- weird shit. And obviously we were like 19, so we had more resilience, I guess, mm. um, physically. But um, somebody who even just says, they're not policing you, but yeah. they're like, oh, are you okay? I've noticed, like, I've heard you wandering around in the middle of the night a couple of nights running are you all right yeah you know you don't seem to have got much sleep recently that then prompts me to go oh yeah i've only had three hours sleep for five nights running i should probably get more. yeah it's really it's, it's an interesting one isn't it so, mm. and i've got no desire to share my home with someone but it um yeah it's funny i don't know i'm, I'm very curious i I'm, I'm just fascinated i'm fascinated by both these episodes because in fact i'm fascinated by this whole series because this whole um season i feel like every time we've had all the guests we've had have given me thinking stuff which is awesome well that always happens yeah but all of the i don't know if you feel the same all of the topics that we've tackled this season last season i felt all, all the previous seasons i feel like we've been kind of imparting knowledge and talking about our stuff and, and talking about our different ways of tackling things and that's cool i feel like every time we've recorded this season i've been like huh yes i did not know that about myself yeah, absolutely i did not i have yeah. not articulated that about myself it's re- i don't know if it's a, is it is a result of the writing retreat or is it just that we happen to have picked oh, maybe i don't know or just, just the topics it's that really we've bizarre this year. just the topics I feel like, that we picked yeah i feel like we we probably explore a little more now don't we we're much more um uh what's the word yeah. uh in like intrigued and we ask more questions yeah. and we dig a little bit deeper maybe than we and i think well I, I can't speak for you obviously but i think i am I know I overshare, but I think I'm braver about oh, being honest too. now yes, on the yeah. podcast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, so the then I reckon because we're probably coming up to time, mm. and you know, you guys have probably got other things to do other than listen to us. Although hopefully not. Hopefully, what you do <laughs> is you listen to us and repeat all the time and tell everyone about us. That would be cool. Um, do you have a fail safe method? Let's not say fail-safe method. No method is fail-safe. <laughs> no method is fail-safe. No. Cake is a lie. Sometimes no, um, all that happens is I throw my dummies out the pram and I storm out of my room like a, t- like a little, t- you know, having a temper tantrum. So, yeah. Are they dummies made of boiled sweets? Because if so, then don't chuck them out the pram. They get sticky shit stuck to them. Um, so, what... <laughs> Let me rewind Tangent. a few minutes. <laughs> Tangent. Tangerines. It's all good. Um, so... I've, I've talked about obviously my spells for feeling my things things that i do in the moment but mm. things that you can prep for so because we know that at some point all of us are going to experience um we don't know that we're going to experience block but we definitely know that life is going to chuck hurdles yes, we're going to have absolutely. things that we worry about we're going to have sick cats we're going to have potentially bereavements we're going to have illness we're going to have loads of shit that life we're going to have you know fucking pandemics let's you know that's a thing that was thrown at us so we know that life is going to throw us some curveballs at some point what do you do or what do we do between us um, to try and future proof a little bit? So my my thing is that I have my scanner day book, which I've talked about before. So when I have big ideas, I throw them in there. I give myself 20 minutes or half an hour and I do Oh, I love this idea. I, for half I, an I hour. really would think let's do something um, like that. This is often when I've had like a new idea for a business or a project or a workshop or like a, like a thing, a specific thing rather than something more random um, or a series and I'll plan it. And then that means that if I'm feeling a bit lacking inspiration or i'm not quite sure where to start or i've got uh some time but i've got no specific direction i've got something to go back to um, and similarly we talked in the inspiration episode about sketchbooks and that's been transformative for me because i've always catalogued my ideas and i've always had these bloody ideas like flying around and i always try to catch them and put them in places but i now have a sketchbook for each thing that is currently going on in my brain mm-hmm. and obviously i am me therefore i also have a a wall of um, a, a wall a shelf wish i had a wall a shelf of blank sketchbooks and notebooks 
um, so that if, if I need to start a new thing, I can. Um, and what I try to do is make sure that when I am having the ideas and when I am feeling inspired, everything goes in there. So that when I am, and I've got things like a list of blog posts I could write about and a list of questions people have asked me. So even in a business sense, but also in a creative sense. So that when I've got time to do a thing, or worse, when I sit down to do a bloody newsletter and I'm like, right, I know I can, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write. I can literally open my folder or my physical notebook of, and then I've got some stuff to start sparring with myself. It it doesn't, this is why I said it's not fail safe. It's not fail safe. But at least I'm not starting... I guess that's your thing about not starting with a blank, a blank page, page yeah. I call it a swipe file, Carla, because it's I, it's ideas and things that I've plucked from all over the place and I collate it all into this, this swipe file. Um, and it is. It's, it's just an un, unending list of ideas. And to give. And I, I've got them broken down into things like, like you say, like newsletters. Okay, these are my mm. newsletter ideas. Um Colour coding, blog posts, I like a good colour coded blog list. Blog post yeah. ideas, social media ideas, mm-hmm. um, my story ideas, you know, all, all the different aspects that I want to be able to create for. They've each got their own list or swipe file where I I, I store things. And it could be a, it could be a snippet of a conversation or mm. a title or a topic or, you know, it's, it could be all sorts of different things that just that I... I and is them. this one one place because my problem is that I often keep and this is why I say that the sketchbook thing has been massive because I have a tendency to save things in like notes on my phone and then I'll write some stuff and then I end up with them everywhere and I've got no bloody idea where to look for them yeah, so I yeah. like to catalogue them so that I can find them when I don't it's not it's not perfect but I do what I can so I've got a rough idea I do cap- with, I do like, capture them in different places in different places um usually because it's 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 like where I am at the time when the idea I, I'm I'm not someone who will actively say right I'm going to spend 20 minutes now think capturing things from I, it's sure as, it's as something along, pops into my yeah, head course, so if, yeah, I, if yeah. i'm out and about then it will go onto my phone, on the phone. Yeah, if yeah. i'm at my desk it's going to go into the swipe file for that topic if it's uh, for whatever thing it is you know it's um i've got different... if you ripped it out of a magazine or something it might yeah, go yeah, into yeah, it absolutely. yeah 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 but what i do yeah, try and do at uh, on occasion doesn't happen very often and i need to do it more often is um is go through all of these different places and start scanning and making sure it all goes into one place um just yeah. so that i can find it cataloging but... that is where my cataloging it is, it's my version in, of cataloging but it's probably yeah. not nearly yeah, yeah. as organized as your librarian version so oh but that's only because i miss i miss cataloging but if i do scan my books as well that's a whole nother conversation um okay so i think I don't know. I think, is there anything else we want to cover? I think I, I really wanted to, to see if we had the... Because we've obviously got very different experiences of creative blog, mm. but it feels like maybe one, of, one, one of our fixes for it is the bank of ideas. It's creating when you do have inspiration, yep. creating this bank that you can draw on when you don't. I do have I do have one thing I would like to include in mm. this, in that if you're experiencing a block, I find, especially in the early stages, the worst thing you can do is fight it. Because Agreed. sometimes, actually, what you need to do is take some time off. Um, Interestingly, my, my circled bit, the thing we haven't covered, says time off. Ah, That's what it says. excellent. We're on some <laughs> wavelength so yes, then. Definitely. Sometimes the reason I am blocked is purely because I'm exhausted and I need to rest. And do you know as well, I, I tend to find, um, actually, it, it happens less now because I've incorporating taking time off into my schedule um, mm. This especially especially this year, you know, before the start of this year, I actually blocked out all of the time off I was going to be taking. I made sure mm-hmm. I was not going to be working weekends. Apologise, that's Lola. 
That oh, was... I thought we were going. I thought we'd done with the cat nagging today. Oh no, this is this is the other one. This she wants she wants her lunch okay. now. Um, okay. uh, yeah. So so yeah. I, I I feel like possibly because I came into this year already having my time mm. off planned, and I am pretty precious about my weekends it's very rare that i'll work on a weekend these days and i do mm. take time i you know i do spend the weekend off reading refilling the well you know doing all those mm. lovely things going out and seeing people and all of that kind of stuff and so but I, I tend to find as well when if i actively take some time off even if it's a, a couple of days by the end of that time i am itching I, the, the ideas mm. are starting to come out then because i've been able to rest my body Deep and rest. my mind and sorry i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at lola yeah she wants to be in on this one today um yeah so i i find by by it was it's, it's the same as like if i'm away you know if i go away for a, a somewhere a, a holiday or something where i'm like yep yeah, not taking the laptop not doing this that doesn't happen very often but yes um by the time i'm coming back i'm like i've got these ideas you know blah, blah, blah. It's, it's like little mm. fizzes and sparks all, all suddenly start coming back to the surface again so yeah that for me that's super important it's really i mean it's, it's very interesting it's also very annoying yes because i find the same <laughs> um, and i'm not good at taking time off so my my plan is to always no, you have, are not you know, to, to work to work less and to live more but i love my businesses and i keep taking on new businesses and i keep doing new things and that means that i don't have a lot of time off i'm also really shit at time management um <laughs> so that you know there's no point pretending that i'm you know even with so i said that to somebody the other day like you can't say that in front of clients i was like my yeah. clients are the people that need to know this the most that i will do an amazing job i just might not do it exactly when i said i'd do it because yeah. that's not a thing that i do but you will still get an amazing result so it's cool and i don't see any point in pretending because it's stressful for everybody yeah um but this summer i have had um so i did actually have a shoot this morning but um it was only a tiny one a tiny top up and um the rest of august i have deliberately had no clients so no um i've had a couple of networking meetings and a couple of um uh like client and um, inquiry meetings but i have not actually done any shooting any editing I have not done any marketing. I have not done any anything, really. Um, in fact, I've done the subscription box stuff, ink drops. I have done a little bit of stuff for Tempered. Um, we were on national TV this 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 month, so that was <laughs> that was cool. So I have done some work stuff. Mostly, I have looked at my emails and gone, nope. Um, so my email in my inbox is a bit of a stressful thing right now. Oh, God, but, it stresses me out. And I've not even seen it. <laughs> also had a few days. So I've had um, a couple of days with aforementioned teacher friends who I only get to see properly in the holidays I've had proper full days out with them I have had days hunting for feathers I had a beautiful day with mum um, for dad's birthday um, we went to um, do a distillery tour we got a little bit tipsy when the tasting part uh, and he would have loved that and we then went and sat on the beach and hunted for pebbles and sea glass and then we just sat on the beach for about an hour and just watched the waves and chatted which was glorious I think poor mum because that obviously triggered something exciting because i just waffled ideas at her all the way home like oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and then i got home and i wrote well no it was not maybe the night before then i think i wrote a blog post and then i got home that evening and i wrote like a whole list of other things i wanted to See? write and so at this time not doing like doing stuff but not doing worky stuff mm. and not pushing myself to create stuff yeah obviously has just and like poor mum she was so tired by the time we got home and i was just like oh, and there's this thing and i could do this and i could talk to this person about this and she was like that's that's amazing she is my biggest cheerleader but she was definitely given that it was a memorial day and we were both quite tired and sad as well um she was yeah probably probably bored of <laughs> my waffling <laughs> after the hour and a half drive home where i just talked non-stop um but it was a really good illustration for me a really good reminder for me that actually time off is really good for me and I need to to 
I think not just for creative block. I think maybe the, the, the for me a final thought I'd like to put in is that time off is really important if mm. you are dealing with creative block or you are struggling. But you shouldn't. And I'm saying this from bitter experience. Don't only take time off when you get to the point where you're struggling. No, this is very true. Absolutely. I think you're probably less likely to struggle if you figure the time off in more often as mm-hmm. you are currently doing very well. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interest. I as in as as always. I I'm fascinated to hear how everybody else deals with it and and uh-huh. where it comes from. I'm sure there's also some perfectionism and stuff in there, isn't there? And we and we know we're going to talk Pro- about that. Yeah, at some point but as yeah, well, I but, think that probably comes back to um, um, it's a, yeah your own expectations of yourself as well, isn't it? So yeah, mm. it's um uh, it's definitely one, and I I feel like it's probably something that everyone um who mm. counts himself as creative is creative has experienced at one point mm. or another in even mm. in uh, even in just like the most minor form um i feel like it's what as soon as you say the word you know block to anyone who's creative you just get that sage mm, of, mm. Of, of knowing yeah because it's, it's happy we've all we've all we know we know what that feels like even if but then what i think is really fascinating is that absolutely we all know what that feels like but yeah. we've just proved that actually it doesn't always feel the same no even though we all know we know we know what we mean by creative block but what we mean might not be what someone else means exactly so. yes definitely but on I that note, I feel uh, I feel like we should let these people go so that they can go I back. I think and... so. Ho- hopefully, you've enjoyed our, our ramblings and our kind of um, exploring discussions um, as much as we do. Um, yeah. I'm probably now going to switch the microphone off and fall down a rabbit hole. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Excellent. Fabulous. Thank um, you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we we love you for listening. And let us know if you've got any thoughts. Definitely. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love for you to rate us, review us and subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Five stars, please. Where can people find us online, Carla? We are on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Reboot Co. And we also have a Facebook group, which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group. And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or have topics that you want us to chat about. We'll look forward to seeing you there.